Hello and welcome. This is Communication Means Talking Together. My name is Arjun Bakshi. Let's learn a little bit about communication skills, leadership skills, and really how you'd like to improve your life, your career, and your outlook. Let's start. Have you ever thought about color and communication? Does the shade of an object or your surroundings or your clothing connote or convey a message that you're not aware of? Now, some of it, this is obvious, right? Things like red being eye-catching versus gray being dulling and easier for you to look away from or ignore. There are some concepts of color that we're we're able to grab onto, even if we've not really thought about it in a conscious way. But beyond what any individual color might evoke from us, I thought we'd talk today about how we can use color in our work environments, in our work presentations and communication to get a better response amongst the many other tools that we're discussing here in this podcast So let's take a step back and think about color for a moment. At its essence, color is, and I'm not the physics person here, color is just how light is or is not reflected from a particular surface. Maximum reflection means the resultant image of color is closest to what we call white. Minimum reflection from a surface means that our perception of color is closest to what we call black, right? So that's simple enough. So the more reflective a surface is, closer it is to white, the less reflective it is, the closer it looks to the color black. And of course, there's all the colors in between and variations thereof across the colors in the rainbow, and even those that you don't obviously see in a rainbow. Now, That's your variation, and that's how color works. How do we see color? So, naturally, there's there's the basic physiology. Are you looking at the color, right? So that's why brighter colors, shiny objects, if you will, will get our attention more. So we use a variety of colors, high contrast uh, backgrounds in our PowerPoints, and so on. We use white paper with black letters and fonts on our documents, since that seems to be, over the years, the easiest to read on paper, and certainly, I'm sure, on screen as well. For particular purposes, entertainment purposes, we we tend to mix and match colors. But if you just want people to read the words, white background, black letters seems to work. So let's pick up on a phrase I used a moment ago, high contrast. This is a simple enough concept once you understand it. And yet a lot of people, when they're actually designing PowerPoints or slides of different kinds, tend to make a mistake here. You want to make sure that the background of the of the screen you're writing on or you're typing on is as different possible as the 
the color of the letters that you're typing with, right? So, for instance, if your background is black, but your letters are, let's say, a dark shade of blue, it'll be hard for me to read. If the letters, however, on a black background are white, that would be the easiest for me to read. Certainly, especially if you go ahead and make that bold font. So we establish a couple of things. There's the bright colors and the dark colors. There's shiny objects that catch our attention. There's high contrast in writing documents that helps us read, be it a slide, be it a Word document, a web page, what have you. And of course, if it's a formal document, keep it simple, white background, black letters. So we've established a few things about color, at least in the business environment so far. But what more can we say? It's safe to say that red color, just think for a minute, red color is present I kid you not, in almost every single food franchise, restaurant franchise that you can think of. It's in McDonald's, it's in Burger King, it's in Taco Bell, it's in Pizza Hut, it's in Domino's, right? The color red is ubiquitous across all the fast food franchises. So suffice it to say, red has a passion to it, red has an energy to it, and it evokes probably, I would say, a certain amount of hunger. Certainly, we've been socialized to do so. So, a contrast to that, in many countries around the world, if you go to a hospital, you will see, <clears throat> you will see that people use a certain shade of dark blue, darker than sky blue, but lighter than navy blue. Or a contrast of it, a similar kind of forest green in hospitals. And so this is, according to some, supposedly a calming color, a color that doesn't jar the patient, somebody who's probably already in distress. And you want as much as possible for them to be calmed, for them to be at ease, right? And of course, the other dominant color in hospitals is the color white, which is on all the walls and all the floors. Why do you think it's important for a hospital to be predominantly white in its background? Well, what place better than a hospital has to have a focus on cleanliness and hygiene? And if the surface isn't bright as possible, hence white, how are we going to know that we've done a good job of cleaning it, right? Makes sense now. And of course, you're trying to be able to see things so things don't get lost, things don't get mixed up. Again, the high contrast concept. So we're seeing a few different things here. Some colors like red are very uh, energizing. Some colors like darker blues and darker greens are much more calming, right? Such as the, the ones in our plants and trees, right? That color of green. And then, of course, the idea of mixing colors such that some combinations of colors blend and others create contrast. Either way, the blending colors we use to match things, coordinate things.
And finally, the contrast so that we can tell one apart from the other and it creates a different kind of effect. So you might be wondering, what use can we have? Yes, we mentioned the point about hospitals. Yes, we mentioned the point about your documents and your PowerPoints. What other use can we have for knowing about colors and trying our best to apply this knowledge usefully in the business world? How about our office spaces? In years past, office spaces became really, uh, shall we say, inhospitable environments. There were these harsh lights, harsh colors, a shortage of windows, hence everyone's fighting over them. And uh, these gray, lifeless, energyless cubicles, right? And that's no fun. How is anyone supposed to maintain productivity and motivation in such an environment? So in more recent years, people have used a combination of different colors, the more pleasing colors, the more life, uh, life-bringing life colors, uh, without it being too in your face like a dark or, or uh, bright red. There's a balance to bringing out pleasantness, the blues and the greens, and maybe splashes of red here and there if it's part of your company logo or you're trying to connote some kind of energy, perhaps advertising a special event. More importantly, though, where else would you find red? On emergency items like your fire extinguishers, exit signs, because you do not want people to miss where the fire extinguisher is or the exit signs are. So thinking about color in terms of pleasantness, in terms of alertness, in terms of calmness, and also in terms of focus. When we draw out our floor plans, we think about where tables are to be, where chairs are to be, what's an eating space, what's a workspace, what's a meeting space. Thinking about not just in terms of color, but also light. Having plentiful windows with sufficient sunlight coming in, facing the correct direction so that you maximize the the flow of sunlight into the uh, office space, not only giving people something to look at out the window, but also giving people the warmth of the sun and the vitality of the sun. So here we think about color, not just in terms of something to look at, but something that connotes feeling, that connotes even towards health. And ultimately, the best form of thinking about communication is thinking about how we're affecting the people involved. So to recap, we talked today a lot about color. We talked about how different colors have different impacts on us, how we can apply color be it to documents, PowerPoints, and more more towards the last piece, which was our workspaces. The goal ultimately is people should understand what we're trying to give them or, or explain to them. We're trying to position our companies, our brands, our ideas, our logos to get the right response from people based on the color choices we make. And finally, we're really in the end trying to look towards those folks as human beings and knowing that everyone is affected, motivated or demotivated based upon their surroundings and their environment. So go ahead, add a little light, add a little color to the world around you. 
Thank you for joining us this week with Communication Means Talking Together. Join us every week. And we can also be in touch via email or through our social media. Go to our website, cultureofspeak.com, for more details. And see you next week. Goodbye for now.